Welcome to The Sacramentalists, a podcast where the ancient Christian faith is brought to bear on issues prevalent in modern culture. We're your hosts. I'm Father Wesley Walker. And I'm Father Creighton McElveen. And we are here for another short episode. This time we're going to be drafting our favorite novels, and we have a little bit of help. We solicited Father Robert Bader to come on the show. Father Bader is the priest in charge of St. Francis of Assisi in Gainesville in the Anglican Catholic Church's Diocese of the South, and he's also the canon in the Anglican Catholic Church Diocese of the Holy Cross. Father Bader, thank you for joining us today. It's always fun to, to get to hang out with you. Yes, indeed. Thank you. So we're going to do a draft of literature, um, novels in particular, no short stories, no novellas, must be novels. Um, and we, we came up with two ground rules as we were preparing. Uh, rule number one being no Lord of the Rings and rule number two being no Narnia. It is assumed that if you are an Anglican Christian, um, especially an Anglo-Catholic Christian, that you already have those things on your list, I think. Um, and of course, no, well, since it's novels, I was going to say, of course, no Bible, but of course, that's not a novel, so it doesn't fit the category anyways. So we are going to uh, to each select five novels, uh, and Father Bader being our guest will go first. Father Creighton won a coin toss before we started recording, so he will go second, and I will go third. It will be a snake draft, meaning that when it gets to me, I get two picks, and then we go back, backwards. So Father Bader, uh, to start us off, what is your what is your top novel? Well, I don't know if it's really my top novel, but the one I'm going to lead with is uh, an Anglican one, uh, Barchester Towers by Anthony Trollope. It is certainly an Anglican classic. It's perhaps not as spiritually deep as some of the choices, although it has its moments, but it certainly gives us an excellent um, picture of Anglicanism of its time and... Um, some of the high and low church and other other things and it's been in print since 1857. that's a really good pick listeners may remember the first time we had archbishop haverland on from the acc i believe that was what he was into was trollop novels and cocktails but actually we asked him about cocktails i think you know, in terms of spirituality, it's interesting that Trollope writes in the introduction, I can't remember if it's to Barchester or one of the other ones in the series, that he has too much respect for the clergy to delve too deeply into spiritual matters. And so he deals more with the externals. I have my, my well-loved uh, well copy of Barchester Towers right behind me. It was, it was on my list. You stole it. I know. And I did read that. I read that in high school. It was on my father's shelf. Yeah, we should say Father Bader has most of his selections from high school reading. Isn't that right? That's right. All right, Father Creighton. So I believe it's uh, your your first pick uh, of the of the draft here. Yeah, I feel like I could be. I could be a meanie or I could be nice. And I haven't decided. I didn't I don't know what side of the bed I got up on I this think, morning. I think you need to be mean. Hey, man. All, right. Hey, man. All right. All right. I'm going to go Graham Greene's The Power and the Glory, which I know, Father Bader, you also very much like. It would have, I, been, my, would have been my next one. Go ahead. Oh, I, I think it's just, <laughs> if you haven't read it, I encourage you to read it. Um, it is fantastic. And I think Graham Greene sort of deals with questions of, of doubt and uh, faith really well, uh, and what that looks like in terms of still being a committed Christian and 
kind of plugging along the spiritual journey. So uh, his his works are full of that kind of stuff. But yeah, that's going to be my number one. Interestingly, I find that Power and the Glory and Silence are very similar novels. Mm -hmm. And I had Silence much higher than Power and the Glory. And I don't know if that's because I think it's objectively better or because I read Silence first. Green and Green and Indo were friends, of course. Um, in fact, I believe Green gives one a review of Silence on the on the back of the cover. Um, Both books are excellent. Yes, yes, for sure. Um, so my first pick, I'm going to go with Love in the Ruins by Walker Percy, which is a fantastic, fantastic novel, um, and it's funny too. I mean, it literally had me laughing out loud at times. Um, but they, uh, he, in many ways, very prophetic in terms of political uh, analysis. Uh, all the conservatives in the uh, in the in the novel suffer from these uh, these really angry uh, bouts, and they suffer from massive bowel movements. Whereas all the liberals suffer from impotence and like night terrors. And uh, just I, there are so many parts of it that are are hilarious and and funny at the same time. And I I just yeah I. Um, definitely one of my favorite novels um so i will go with love in the ruins now I, I get two choices here in a row which makes it a little bit tricky um but i think for the second i i love shusaku endo i love silence but i think um one of his other novels is one of my favorites more than than silences and i it's the samurai by shusaku endo um which is a fantastic book um I don't want to say too much because I don't want to give it away, but I think that the 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 pre the main priest in the book is sort of the opposite as the priest in silence. You know, the priest in silence is very devout, and then he kind of loses his faith. This priest is a, a man who's very political and in it for all the wrong reasons, but over time, kind of comes to a better understanding of his role as priest and what that entails. Um, and I find that to be very interesting arc so i'll go with the samurai by shisaku indo for number two father creighton i believe it's your second choice yeah and um if you know me this one might not be a surprise it's going to be eugene vodoloskin's loris um which we've talked about on the podcast before father miles actually mentioned it i think way back um but fantastic book um yeah that's it's i don't want to give too much away either um but if you are interested i did write a review of it on uh, the conciliar post you can just look up loris and little book review kind of theological exercise mixed with book review um but yeah gotta be loris it's it's fantastic father bader okay well i need a graham green so I'll go beyond high school and I will choose Monsignor Quixote by Graham Greene, which is, uh, again, a wonderful priest novel about a Spanish priest who is ostensibly a descendant of Don Quixote's. And he goes on a road trip with his uh, Spanish communist mayor friend, who is whom he calls Sancho and calls the car Rocinante. And I have actually quoted from this in sermons, and um, I think it's really a wonderful book. There was also, many of these, of course, have had good film treatments too. 
there was a wonderful uh, masterpiece theater, I think it was, which is hard to find of Monsignor Quixote with Alec Guinness as the Monsignor and Leo McKern as his uh, friend. Is that the movie that caused him to become Roman Catholic? Alec Guinness? Yeah. He was Roman Catholic a long time before that, I believe. I, it was while he was filming a movie, though, I think, when he was Maybe. just a priest and the, and the children ran up, like some children ran up to him and uh, something about that encounter. I, I think I thought, he, I thought he was a long time ago. Maybe it was a different movie. I'm not sure. Hmm. Not sure. Interesting. Um, and of course, some of the ones that have been mentioned already, there are good film treatments of as well. Now, Father Bader, you get two in a row because you're on the other end of the Oh, stage. right, right, right. Well, I think for my next one, I will choose The Cardinal by Henry Morton Robinson. Uh, that was one Father Creighton and I both had discussed. And in fact, Father Creighton and I saw the movie of it together. Uh, but The Cardinal was the most popular. It just tells you something about the religious landscape. The Cardinal was the most popular fiction or nonfiction book in America in the year it was published in 1950. And it tells the story of a young priest. Some say it's loosely based on the life of Cardinal Spellman. And uh, it has a lot of spiritual depth to it. And it's a great book. Read it in high school. Also on my father's shelf. Father Creighton, you get another pick here. Yeah, uh, just a comment on the movie uh, adaptation of The Cardinal. Really excellent and fantastic uh, scenes of liturgies, uh, principally because the liturgical advisor was a young Father Ratzinger. So if you're interested in seeing good liturgy on screen, uh, The Cardinal is a good option. Um, all right, so for my next book, I'm going to have to go with Charles Williams' War in Heaven. Um, and for those that don't know, Charles Williams is sort of the little-known inkling, I guess. Um, C.S. Lewis and, and Tolkien sort of get the big press, but uh, Williams was also a prolific writer and has a number of really quite good novels, if you're interested, um, and some good poetry as well. So check out Charles Williams. Uh, well worth your time. Okay, well, I get two in a row here. I feel like the the picks go by very quickly, you know, and I, I start to second guess my list. Um, for my so for number three, I'm going to go modern um, and pick a book that was actually written in the past couple of years uh, called "The Index of Self Destructive Acts" by Christopher Beha. Um, it's uh, the main character is sort of a Nate Silver data analyst type um predicts i think every state in a presidential election and gets really uh, like a column in some big newspaper or, or, or journal or something and he decides to do a profile on a figure he's always loved or who he loved growing up a conservative talking head kind of a william buckley-esque um and they they both love baseball which is kind of what it revolves around, but um, but in very different ways. You know, Buckley, uh, the Buckley character likes it for the sort of spiritual and liturgical significance that it has, whereas the uh, the data analyst likes it because of sabermetrics. And um, so it's a very interesting contrast between these two figures, and uh, it's it just a great, great novel. I really, I actually listened to it. I don't listen to a lot of, of novels, but I really enjoyed 
the uh, the audio version of it. And uh, so yeah, so the index of self destructive acts by Christopher Beha, and then um, I guess for number four, I will go with Confederacy of Dunces by John Kennedy Toole. Um, my grandpa, uh, that has some sentimental value to me. My grandpa, uh, gave me that, uh, a couple years before he passed and, uh, he always loved it and, and just thought it was a hoot. And I, I think it is too, um, have heard many theories that Ignatius may be a sort of holy fool type character, which I think is very interesting. Um, but it's a, it, it's a real, real funny one. So, um, I realize now I have two pretty, uh, comedic books uh, on my list, but I, I don't apologize for it. No need to. All right. The Holy Fool is my favorite character in Loras, by the way. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I guess maybe to continue the theme, uh, also, if you know me well, you know I really love Russian literature. Um, and so I made a big list of books, and there's a lot of Russian lit on this. So I don't know what that says about me. Um, I'm going to go with, with a, a relatively obscure Russian author. Uh, Nikolai Leskov, um, and he wrote a book called The Cathedral Clergy, mm. and he is sometimes mm. referred to, back to Father Bader's early pick, he's sometimes referred to as the Russian Trollope. Um, and so if you like Trollope novels, uh, like Barchester Towers, uh, I would recommend The Cathedral Clergy. It kind of mixes Trollope with Russian lit in a really interesting sort of way. Um, so well worth the read. All right, Father Bader, you get two. Oh, dear. Your oh, last two. No pressure. My last two. My last two. Okay. Well, I think I'll pick The Devil's Advocate by Morris West, uh, 1959. Uh, Morris West had a couple of uh, novels about uh, clergy, and um, The Devil's Advocate is a wonderful story of a priest who works for uh, what was then the Congregation of Rights. Now it's they have their own congregation for the causes of saints. And he is assigned to investigate, to be the, the devil's advocate, to poke holes in a, uh, a possible canonization in a little town in Italy. And the priest is English, and he has his own um, journey that he's making. And I think it's, uh, I think it's a wonderful a wonderful book. Interestingly, there was a film adaptation of that with uh, some fine English actors. I was looking at it the other day on YouTube yesterday, including John Mills, but it is made in German. And so they died, it was made, and it, so they dubbed them all into German. The one I, fortunately I have some German because the subtitles were really bad on the one that I looked at on YouTube. But John Mills does a great job. But anyway, wonderful novel, Devil's Advocate. Ooh, and now for a final choice. That is so hard to make a final choice. I might steal one of Father Creighton. Should I, or should I do one that I, I, think, I or think should I do to. one that I think it's only gonna... it's only fair at this point. Are you going to do one that I think you're going to do? Who knows? Are you going to do another Anglican one? Steal what you want to steal, Father. No hard feelings. Okay, I'll go with the Innocent Curate by Paris Leary. That was published in 1963, 
and it is not available. It's only available used through the normal sources, but it has recently been republished on Lulu, so you can order a brand new copy on Lulu. And that is set in an Episcopal church in uh, upstate New York, and it has a lot to do with spiritual warfare, and there's some fascinating characters. I don't know if I should give away what happens to the curate. It's fairly early on. Should I or should I not? It's it's on the back cover. It's on the back cover. So the curate, the curate gets the stigmata. And he is not a particularly, he's one of the least deep characters in the novel, so it's sort of interesting that it happens to him. But there's a lot of other machinations. There's, there's true spiritual warfare between good and evil. There's a lot of interesting insights into parish life and, um, and clerical ways and um, some, some interesting Anglo-Catholic uh, bits as well. So that will be my final choice then. The Innocent Curate, 1963, um, Paris Leary. You, you did steal it, but that's okay. Hey. I could have chosen something else. No, that's perfectly fine. Um, all right, I'm going to go with, I think, maybe something out of left field a little bit um, for, my, for my last pick. Um, I'm going to go with Sigrid Unstedt's Kristen... Lavin's daughter, which is a really fantastic treatment of uh, sort of medieval sociocultural experience as well as religious experience. Um, and it's a classic. It, uh, it was written in the 1920s, uh, I think is when it was published, 2021 20, maybe. Um, but just in terms of historical accuracy and attention to detail, it is at, it's, it's a stunning book. Um, and so I would, I would recommend, uh, if you have time, it's a long one, um, but I would, uh, I'd invest in, uh, in reading it. It's, it's worth it. Uh, a lot of pressure. Um, a lot of books I could pick. I feel bad for not picking the diary of a country priest, but I think I'm going to pass that one. And I'm instead going to say a man called Oove by Frederick Backman, which is a, it's a, another sort of modern novel. Um, I, I don't remember what ethnicity he is, uh, if he's Swedish or, or Finnish or something like that. But anyways, uh, it's a, it's a great tale about a man, an older gentleman who lives up by himself after his wife dies and um, kind of his, uh, journey to find community with his neighbors um he's sort of a curmudgeon you know and uh i don't know it's just a, a really beautiful uh book i i the character very few books actually make me cry and that book did um so i think it, i have to i think i have it, to add it it's an american novel father no um it, I, I think it was translated into into english what is the well, that's what I don't remember. Uh, I can look it up. Yeah, from quick. the name, it made it sound like it might have been something other than English. That's what I was asking. Yes, it, it definitely was. Uh, and I'm just trying to... Backman has written a number of novels kind of in that same world. He So he's Swedish. He's Swedish. Mm -hmm. uh, so anyway, so that, there's a number of other ones. I haven't read any of the other ones I'd like to. Um, sort of in a way, I, I, I might say he's like a Swedish version of Wendell Berry in a kind of in 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 terms of the universe he constructs and the character development he does um 
so yeah, that's my that's my last pick. Lots of lots of books we could have could have gone with, but I I think uh, yeah, got it in there. I think that was a good all all three good lists. Yes, yes. So I'll uh, I'll review because I I think one of the complaints we got last time was that maybe I I forgot to summarize at the end. Um, uh, Creighton, you might need to help me with your last pick, but Father Bader picked Barchester Towers by Trollope. Uh, Monsignor Quixote by Graham Greene, uh, The Cardinal by Henry Who. I didn't use the last Henry name. Morton Robinson. Morton Robinson. The Devil's Advocate by Morris West and The Innocent Curate by Paris Leary. Yes. Creighton had The Power and the Glory by Green. Loris by Eugene Vodolaska, if that's how you say it. I always get him mixed up. War in Heaven by Charles Williams. Uh, the Cathedral Clergy was Nicola what? Nikolai Leskov. There we go. And what was the last one called? I think I, I missed it. Kristen Lavert's Daughter. Lavert's Daughter, okay. And then Mine Were Love in the Ruins by Walker Percy, The Samurai by Shisaku Endo, The Index of Self-Destructive Acts by Christopher Beha, Confederacy of Dunces by John Kennedy Toole, and A Man Called Uwe by Frederick Bachman. So very interesting list. Well, listeners, uh, hopefully you enjoyed that. And Father Bader, thank you for coming on and doing this with us. Nice to have a, a well-read clergy. Uh, I feel like your both your books were more ecclesiastically set than mine were. Yeah, I thought well, they, that they, too. They didn't have to be, of course. I mean, there are deeply there are other books that are not as ecclesiastically set, like your choices, Father Walker, that have uh, that I could have come up with, but I just decided to go with the with the clerical novel. I guess it it makes sense being on a on a, a show called The Sacramentalists. That's uh, fair. That's fair. Well, thank you again, Father Bader. It's always always a pleasure. Thank you. Well, listeners, if you like what we're doing, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, um, subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts or, or on our YouTube page. Um, and also uh, be sure to join the communion of Patreon Saints for $5 a month, where you will uh, get access to our special Discord community, um, which is definitely special, uh, is how I'll say that. No, it's really, it really is a lot of fun. We have a, a good time there. So, uh, yes, wonderful. Uh, Father Creighton, would you give us a blessing? Absolutely. Almighty God, keep us uh, committed to your work. Uh, encourage us through um, good friends. And as we continue uh, our pilgrimage towards Easter, um, help us in our Lenten disciplines and give us your grace. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.